Hello. Today is Tuesday, the 12th of February, two days before Valentine's Day. One day before Desperation Day. This is episode 40. I'm Mathrim. And I'm Ivanius. And this is Through the Palantir. Okay. So anyway, before we get properly started on this whole little roller coaster of doom and sidetracks and bunny trails and derailment, really, actually, mm-hmm. a quick disclaimer. Through the Palantir in no way, shape, or form claims any ownership over the intellectual properties that are discussed on the show. We discuss the Lord of the Rings and Lord of the Rings Online because we are passionate fans of them, and because we want to entertain you, share our passion, and hopefully give you something that enlightens you about something with the game. How useful that is in real life, uh, that's up to you to decide and figure out how to use. Uh, I'm sure it's possible for just about anything that you manage to take away from this. But uh, that is why we do this. And we don't make any money off this, so don't sue us, please. We really don't want to be more broke than we already are. True that. I mean, we all know about Jaloran's recording equipment. He's upgraded since then. He now has cans and string providing stable connections to the local internet connection hub. <laughs> Not just a flip-flop, now he's also got some cans. Mm. Chocolate and nuts cans, to be precise. They have plastic lids. Yep. Pretty soon he's going to be able to get to the height of technology and the most useful tool in the third world. The 20-liter plastic bucket. Usable for drinking water, waste collection, and in rare cases, cow juice. Yeah. Honestly, yo, <laughs> those things are so stinking useful. They, they are the best tool you can have. You know, aside from tools, like a, the kind you'd find in a toolbox. Or money. No, I mean, seriously, those are a valuable commodity used for all kinds of stuff. Yeah, tarps are better. Tarps are better? Are you... Tarps or duct tape? Let's see you pull water out of a well with tarps or duct tape. Um, you weave a bucket and use wa- tarps for water collection all the time. Mm-hmm. With a tarp, you don't even need a well. You can subsist on rainwater. Mm-hmm. In the Sahara. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't really have a well in the Sahara anyway. Right, moving mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Yes, moving on. On to the infamous What I Have Done section. The one where Ivan talks about Ivan. And it's still longer than Jaloran talks about Jaloran, which is a show unto itself. Which, we tried to get Jaloran on for this whole episode. I mean, I've got Mathram by request, and because I wanted to have him anyway, and because he was willing and had time. Right? Sort of. Mostly. Not because I dragged him here or coerced him or threatened him with my tomahawk. Uh, there were no drugs involved. Yes, there were no drugs involved, so our conscience is clean. Not even ibuprofen. That's right. Anyway, Jaloran, uh, on the other hand, was was not able to make it. We weren't able to get in touch with him or get a response from him or any of that stuff. So it will just be the two of us for the anniversary. Together forever, or actually not really. Something like that, yeah. Meanwhile, Jaloran's off in the corner of Michigan skiing. All by myself. All by myself. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, Mathram, would you like to take the first shot at the what I have done, since you have the most to do? I... I skip almost all of it. Well, I have not played Lotro in longer than I can remember at this moment. Fire up the launcher and it'll tell you when the last time you logged into the server was. Nope, not gonna do that. Oh, even that is too much. It'll break the streak. 
I was uh, I've played a little tiny bit of the Old Republic since it's gone free to play, but mostly I've I've done math. Uh, what I do now. Math, the drug lots choice. Of, lots and lots of math. Yep. My my name's kind of more from math rim to math done and I feel like math to meth is a natural correlation both phonetically and, you know, mentally. Understandably, they both leave your brain fried. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll we'll see how that goes, but no drugs yet. Yeah. Okay, um, what, what are you occupying yourself with besides math? Um, physics. And? A little bit of chemistry. And? Uh, Any plans for two days from now? Oh, well, that's not really show appropriate. Yes, now we know what he's really busy with. You're all allowed to fill in the blank yourself. Please send the most interesting responses to our email address where I can read them on the show and have a good laugh. Oh. Okay, then. Mathroom is also creating a blog called The Hazards of Learning. Really? That might go live eventually. If he ever has time to stop learning and make a blog. Aha! Uh -huh. Yes. So if you ever get the hazards of learning up, will you take everything you've learned from that and make a new blog called The Hazards of Doing? No, I'll wait till graduate school for that. Okay. Or my first amputation. Either way. Yeah, same difference. Okay, uh, for myself. Uh, it hasn't been that long since episode 39, so I don't have that much to cover, thankfully. Uh, mostly I've done loads and loads of 1v1s. Some of them stand out more than others. Uh, in particular, I had a couple fights with the Brinkeeper Nimue, and... These, they were some of the best fights I have had in a long time, particularly against Greenkeeper. They both came down to a photo finish. Uh, the winner had barely over a hundred morale left, and it was decided by just like a split second and one attack in either direction. It was great. Uh, I lost the first one, but I won the second one. And I actually have those fights recorded, and I will put them up in that. Those should be something to watch for sure. And then uh, I just uh, hit uh, rank 13 Audacity on my little Reaver today. And uh, my, my guardian is now at level 82. I'm working him on along his way. He's pretty much done with Thornhope. I think he's got one thing. He's got one quest left to do that opens up that same quest for repeatableness. And then I think I have to do some stuff with that herd of horses. I need to go walk over there and open it up to actually find it. And then he'll be on his way into Fangorn Forest proper. Which, yeah. Have you actually even gotten into Rohan at all? That's kind of what I thought. Did you even make it to 75 for Isengard? Or did you? Nope. Yeah. I was a little worried about that. I could not. It takes too much time. All that real-life stuff getting in your way. It wasn't even that. It's just It just takes too much time to do that. Like, I, I tried to get to 75, but I, I just could not get there before they released new content. <laughs> yeah. What did you get up to? Like, 71. Well, at least you made a noble effort of it. And wait, how how long did you uh, were you playing that you went from sixty five to seventy four one? As often as I could for like a month. For like one month. Well, that's like four times faster than Chris. So I mean, really, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Huh. It's, nothing, it's not that. It's just that it's it's no fun to play. Really. Really. You didn't like going through Dunland and helping Dunlandings. Nope. I can't imagine why. Nope. 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 No, seriously. Why didn't you like it? It, it just it took lo too long to do anything. Like I was just running around and killing mobs, and just wasn't interesting. I was trying to level, but it was boring. 
Oh, so you weren't paying attention to the story or anything? I, it was too much reading, and I was really tired. And it just, even then, it just wasn't that interesting. Mm. Like, it, it's hard to compete with a game like The Old Republic, where you level so much faster, where every time you level up, you get, like, three or four upgrades per ability, and where you can actually make significant choices in the quests and the stories. Yeah. I liked The Old Republic in many ways. I didn't like some aspects of it. The, the role-playing choices... Well, <laughs> do, do you yeah. find this as well where you, you get to a, a choice and you say, I don't want to do either one of those, I want to do this? Uh, not really. Most of, Sometimes I'll get to choices where like I'll get dark side points or something, I'm like, that's that's not a dark side thing. Yeah, I know. I, I hate that too. It's like, what do you mean it's dark side points to, to, to refuse to leave somebody behind? But it should be dark side points for leaving someone behind and doing the whole Vulcan <laughs> The needs of the many are greater than the needs of the few or the one. Yeah. Are you doing the live long and prosper sign? Mm, totally. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not possible to say that and not do it if you can actually do it. <laughs> You're trying. Mm. Uh, my captain's still progressing along. Uh, I lost a long string of one versus one fights with him. It's been pretty terrible. But he hit rank three eventually. So, he's only got one more rank to go, and then I can grab that uh, map to, Graham, to to Glen Vrag for him, and I will be finished with him in the Edmores, which will be good. Of course, then I'll probably get pestered by people on YouTube to make more videos of him with me actually doing something and not getting myself torn to shreds by everyone I run into. They're so picky. I want the free peoples to win. Ridiculous expectations. I don't know what... There's not a whole lot else to really talk to mention besides that. I mean, uh, I've got a whole bunch more maps on my other war leader. You know about that other war leader, right? I told you about him. Uh, no. Oh, I play two war leaders on the same server now. One of them's a free account. And uh. Yeah, he's up to rank five now, which I ranked up recently. And he's got all of his crude maps, all his poor maps. He's very close to getting that poor eyes and deep, and then he'll be working on his good maps. So he's coming along pretty nicely. Wow. And pretty soon here, I'm going to be able to start actually working on investing in Audacity for him beyond rank 7. So he'll start to toughen up a little bit. But, man, the thing about free accounts is they lock up all your trade slots, and it takes a lot of cash to, to get them if you're not going to grind points or anything. And, you can't grind points with a monster character. Hmm. So yeah, that's just the way it goes. He he's only got two corruption slots out of six. I unlocked six of his class trait slots. Thank goodness I did that. But he's got no appearance slot. He's only got two racials. I mean, if, if I hit rank seven with this guy, then I'm gonna be in trouble because I won't be able to put in his rank seven racial. And I'm already in trouble only having two corruption slotted. But no, that's, that's really about all that I've done, except for recruit a whole bunch of people into the Fellowship of the Creeps tribe. Uh, not a whole bunch. Like two or three. Which is actually a lot more than... Actually, I'm the only person recruiting people into the tribe. I've recruited all five that have joined. <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. Uh, oh! The other really big thing. Uh, do you remember that one time when I talked about how I managed to usurp the uh, Sinister Clan tribe and I disbanded it? Uh-huh. Guess what happened to the White Hand? What? Guess! Oh, it you, usur you usurped it. You told me about that. Yeah, yeah, I did. The White Hand had uh, gotten to the point where the leader hadn't logged in in a long time. Uh, of course, we're still in contact with him through our third-party website stuff. But uh, I was told to actually take it over and run it, so now I've, I've made it to the 
the rank of leader of the White Hand. Victory by default, my favorite way to win. <laughs> as taught by Heinz. Mm. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But I, that's pretty much all that I've done. And I don't want to go into lots and lots of details. Partly because I don't remember most of them. Hmm. So, let's go on to the game news type stuff. Oh. Alright, so in game news, we had a, sm a short update come out. Very recently was uh, update 9.1.1. The main thing was that it was supposedly going to be improving uh, performance issues with the game. Uh, it says, address a specific issue related to server performance. Uh, having played since then, I have detected no difference, except that sometimes it seems the lag is now worse. This kind of seems in keeping with their maintenance policies for their servers. Hmm. And then, then there's a couple more things about adjusting some loot and stuff, but there's really nothing of significance except they supposedly addressed this. It doesn't say what it was, so there's no way for me to take a look at it, test it, and find out what exactly happened. But all I know is that from what I see, the Etmore is still as laggy as ever. Hmm. And so is, you know, uh, most of Rohan when you log in later in the evening and there's people everywhere. The frame rates are terrible in, in any major city, especially with people trying to do their hypo dailies. It's just awful. Hmm. I don't do the end walk if I can help it, even though it's a great instance and I like it, but it's just so stinking laggy with those ends walking around in it. Ah. My poor machine is getting so old, too. I discussed that actually on the last episode. The fact that it's old and it's on Vista. I'm shunned from society because I'm on Vista. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. You should you should not be on Vista. Yeah, I know. I'm too cheap and lazy to upgrade right now. I think you would have enjoyed the Old Republic PvP a lot more if you'd had a better machine. I, I think I would have too. I, mean, I enjoyed it plenty as it was. It was playable for me. Of course, the other thing was I was playing the Old Republic from Cambodia, so... Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I need to reinstall that and finish off the, the storyline for my guy. I mean, I did hit level 50 with him. Yep. Okay, I mean, other than that, uh, we've got some scheduled downtime for the forums. There's really nothing else of major interest. Uh, except that Update 10 is coming out soon. We're supposed to see a lot of interesting changes, particularly a lot of changes to power mechanics coming in with Update 10. Add that to fate as well. They're really focusing a lot more on much more static and and stable power pools where like everyone, every class, monsters, free peoples, they're going to have very similar sized power pools with not a whole lot of variation. And everything's going to focus a lot more on having a lot of passive regeneration rate for your power, and especially a lot of regeneration coming from fate. So you're going to be able to regen your your power pool a lot faster. Which, actually, I really like. Um, power regeneration, I've always considered that the true be-all and all of power sustainability. Not having a big power pool, but being able to regenerate uh, fast enough that you can keep up a consistent skill use rotation. You agree with that? Um, to a certain extent, yeah. I mean, like, you, you have to balance it. But... Yeah, you do have to balance it. Uh, actually, you know, as I said, um, there was a time in Shadows and Angmar, which I wasn't playing then, but... Uh, Reavers, for a little while, they had like, the most absurdly small power pool ever. I mean, they, they're walking around with, you know, a couple thousand morale, as, like everyone was back then. Like, 5k was insanely high for Shadows of Angmar, if I remember correctly. Oh, that was, that was, that was like, impossibly high for Shadows of Angmar. Oh, well, that, that was, like, 3k back then. Oh, 5k was, like, a tank, would be at 5k. 
No, I don't think so. I think that it was like it went up to 5k in like uh, Moria. You you would see like 6k hunters at like the very top tier hunters could hit 6k at Moria. I remember. What was that? I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was. Yeah, because there were definitely uh, six or eight k. Six to eight k was the uh, the range for hunters in Mirkwood, as I remember. So I I think they were at six k for a well-geared hunter in Moria. I I'm pretty sure that the the well-geared captains and guardians were hitting five k in Shadows of Angmar. Uh, anyway, you know, not a huge amount of morale in any case. The Reavers at this time. They were walking around with about somewhere in between four and five hundred power as their entire pool. They would regenerate it so fast that it didn't matter. Uh, at that time, Dev Strike, when they used it, the, the, the actual effect for it was it empties your entire power pool. And so one of the big things for using Dev Strike was that you needed to time it out so that you hit Dev Strike right before your next power tick, so that it would fire off, and then you'd get that tick of regeneration, and then you'd be back up by like two hundred power from one tick because their regeneration was so stinking high that they couldn't run out of power. That was just the way that they worked. Which, I've seen videos of that, and it was really cool to watch, and some of the Reavers back then, you know, there were other things going on that, that made Monster Play tough, but you, know, you could do some crazy stuff with the Reaver if you were good. I think this might be a step towards that direction. I don't think it's going to be nearly as extreme as that. Obviously, we're not going to have such tiny power pools, and it's not going to be, you know, like 50% or more of your power pool regenerating from a single tick. But uh, I think that we'll see uh, pretty much the same thing, where power can be used up very fast and then regenerate very quickly if you're smart about what skills you're hitting afterwards and not using a whole ton of it. Which, actually, that might be uh, pretty fun to see. The other thing coming that's uh, important to mention is Freeps are getting their Battlefield promotions, which currently the Battlefield promotions are going to be basically uh, plus additional damage, and I think uh, plus 1% to their morale pools. So uh, maybe also to the power pools as well. So basically they get most of what a monster player will get from their Battlefield promotions, which you know there's been some back and forth about whether or not Freeps really need all of that. My initial impression is negative, of course I got my creep goggles on, but uh, I'm willing to let it sit and see how exactly it turns out first. Uh, I'm much more worried about the power changes because for some classes, for the state that they're in right now, they're pretty much unbeatable unless you run them out of power. Sometimes even if you do run them out of power, they're still unbeatable, and if it becomes much tougher for them to run out of power, then they could just become incredibly annoying to run into. I mean, Wardens in particular, uh, they're already such a headache and easy mode OP face roll class that if they get even better power issues, I mean... You, know, you remember back in, in like Moria and stuff, power issues were always the defining trait of Wardens. They always run into power issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. and it's just kept, it just has been getting easier and easier every time that we get an expansion or a major update, and now they're at the point where they can spam their power regen gambit all that they want to. They don't have to worry about being at the 50% morale threshold or anything. I mean, life has gotten a little too easy for them in terms of power, in my opinion. They don't have any major drawbacks except that you must learn the gambit system, which... Okay, you learn the gambit system. What do you do? I mean, tell me if this sounds like it should be proper for any class in any game. Attacked by yourself, by six players, and you're able to kite your way across 
a very large chunk of the map for over five minutes, make it back to friendly NPCs, and still be at nearly full morale. Well, that, that seems a bit excessive. Yes, most people would agree that's pretty excessive. That's where Gordons are now, and there's no signs of them going down anytime soon. So, any thoughts on some of this stuff that's coming? Um, I don't know, like, in some ways it sounds like not much has changed, um, but... Yeah, well, the other thing is, you know, we are getting the other half of our instance cluster, which uh, includes our raids, which are all focused around the Lonely Mountain and the Siege of the Lonely Mountain in the Third Age. And we're getting that, I believe the Six Man is coming out as well with the second half, the, the Bells of Dale, which uh, I think I've talked about that before, but uh, I, I really hope they've done a good job with Dane Ironfoot, or Dane as some people say, in that instance. And if he's done well, I think that's just going to be the make or break for that instance, is how well is Dane and his whole stand there done. Or, you know, maybe the other parts of the instance where you actually fight things and stuff like that might make or break it. Fighting is fighting. We do so much of that in Lotro. Well, I think I think that's the thing. Like, there needs to be something, in, actually an inter interesting mechanic to the instance that's important. Yeah. I, I agree. Interesting mechanics are, are all well and good, but at the same time, if you've got a very important character from the story and a, a very important story you know, element that, that goes on there, which you know what happens to Dine at uh, Dale in the book when they mention that, don't you? Uh, I do not recall at this moment. Okay, well, it, it's, it's towards the end of the Return of the King or in the appendices, I believe. But uh, the Easterlings come in, and I think they're also joined by orcs out of Dole Colder, if I remember correctly, and they attack Dale. Uh, Dale gets overrun, everyone falls back to the Lonely Mountain. During the battle, the King of Dale, who is... I want to say Brand, who is the grandson of Bard, who shot Smaug, he gets killed, and Dine is right there. And Dine ends up getting killed as well, defending his body from the orcs. Ah. So he has a nice big last stand, a heroic moment of his own. And so that's kind of why I think it hinges on that. It's just, if they do a good job of making it a, a, an appropriate heroic stand and making his death you know, appropriately dramatic and stuff, then it's going to be a popular instance, just because people want to go in there and they want to fight beside the Dwarven King and see his final stand. But if it's done pathetically, if it ends up something like the death of Mazog in the Battle of the Tower, where not only is it is it not very interesting to watch and drags on because of all the text dialogue, but then you just stand there and watch stuff happen and you're waiting impatiently for it to finish, you know, then it's not going to be as popular. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. Like a lot of text just gets frustrating sometimes. Mm-hmm. But you know, we'll see about that. Update uh, ten is supposed to be coming somewhat soon. It's, I think it's on its second or third build on Bulwark now. So hopefully, we'll have an announcement for the patch date in a couple days or something. Anyway, on to more important stuff. Let's talk about the podcast in our main topic. Okay, so. Through the Pantera, we, we have come quite a ways. So, uh, through the Pantera, we have come quite a lot of ways. That may be so, but it's still my bumbleberry bush. Uh, so you are still there? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you actually think that we would make it this long? No, I didn't. Really? How well, much? How long did you think we would actually last this podcast? Uh, I, I was going to be surprised. Like, Well, honestly, I, I figured... 
What do you think? I, I thought I thought I thought we might. Well, <laughs> I know it depended. Like when we first started, I thought we could go quite a long time, but by Mirkwood, I I like I could kind of I could kind of start seeing that it probably at least for Jalorn and I probably wasn't gonna last. And then I I didn't think you'd last. I thought you might make it a couple episodes after we left, but. We're surprisingly haven't stopped yet. No, I haven't. I, I've refused to quit. This is how I win fights in, with my war leader. I just keep on going and not dying. Huh. Not dying, a key element of winning, right? Mm, true. Yeah. I, I mean, how long did you think we were, we were going to get? I mean, it's been... Let me count this out here. Three years? <laughs> yes, it's been three years. Aye, aye, aye. And actually, we didn't even start until after Merkle was out already. Hmm. But oh, it's been three years, and you know I think we set a record here: three years, only forty episodes. That's twenty episodes a year. That's more than one a month. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> that's that's forty episodes over three years, not over two years. Yeah, our whole two episodes a month thing—we have never stayed with that. <laughs> that's just a lot. Yeah, I mean. It's like 40 episodes is, by no means is it a small feat, especially at the length that our episodes typically come in, where our short ones are still cracking the half-hour limit with no real trouble. Like, actually, the last episode was a, was a shorter one that was still 36 minutes, or, no, 30... 36 that's, 38. That's a lot shorter than we used to be. Yeah, it was a light one. I didn't have a main topic. Huh. Although I did spend a lot of time talking through the emails, though. Thank goodness for that, otherwise that would have been the record holder for the shortest episode on the podcast. <laughs> wow. I think part of it was just that I, I did find stuff to do to fill things up after you guys had left. Because it wasn't long after you guys had left that I got the whole Creep Roundtable thing rolling, and uh, that really did help out a lot in keeping things scheduled and something happening for a good like half a year or so, getting the stuff set up and running them and getting them edited and put out and stuff. Which it only took me, I think, three months to get them all recorded, but I didn't get them all out until, I want to say, like, June. Yeah, that, that, that kind of makes things different. Yeah, I, I'll get this next round out before June, I think. <laughs> Air Force might interfere with that. Hmm. So what, what was it that finally prompted you to actually make the decision that you really couldn't do the podcast anymore? Just time, the amount of time it took to, like, any time that, at first it was any time where I could have been playing the game, I wound up podcasting, and then, and so that that was when I was like, well, I can't, I can't play the game because I can't podcast about it, and that just seems silly. And then after that, I, after I kind of lost the desire to play the game, I kind of got bored with it, then it was kind of a moot point. Yeah, understandable. I think you probably should have joined a, a different kinship instead of trying to start up your own. Well, yeah... But even we we did, we were in a couple different kinships for a while. But like we couldn't really didn't play consistently enough to really get into anything with them. Yep. So I don't know. It's understandable. Stuff happens. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so that was pretty much it for you. Jalorin's not here to talk about his decision, although I think it ran along similar lines. Although maybe not the whole losing interest in the game itself. Yeah, it's just an, M an MMO just has a much a very large time commitment. It does, and you do have to be careful about that. I'm usually decent about it, but not always. 
I have my troubles with spending too much time playing this game too. Well, it wasn't necessarily that. It's just like it took too took too long to do things I wanted to. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. <sighs> it's like I want to do my monster play characters, and I want to take my freeps, and I want to do raids and everything, but I don't have enough time to do both. And let's be honest here, my monsters tend to win the time battle of where I'm going to spend it <laughs> by a fair margin. <laughs> Actually, that might just be the, the main thing that kept me going where you guys have stopped, is that I do monster play and play from the monster side instead of the freep side. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, it's a lot easier to keep playing this game when, after an expansion, you can just hop on for 15 minutes and your guy is still ready to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that is nice. Maybe you should play Scabby to us more. Yeah, see, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah, 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 yeah. The like even with that like to get the maps and stuff that's more grinding than I'm willing to do. Seriously. Yep. I've only been playing this world leader about once a week regularly since Rohan launched, and I'm already over halfway done with my maps. So you've been playing once a week for half a year, which is about you know I can play maybe once a week, and you're halfway done. With this particular guy, I, I play a little bit more than that, but so and it's not half a year. We didn't start. Well, I think we wanted to start immediately in Rohan launch. I don't think we did actually. We only. Let me look this up. What episode are we up to on Fellowship of the Creeps? It's probably higher than our episode count for the podcast. Okay, there's Andang's channel. Okay, uh, seventeen. So seventeen weeks that we've been working this thing. So that's about it. And. For our weekly sessions, we play one hour, and you know, honestly, we don't do a whole lot of map work in that. We've had some episodes where we did some map work. The really annoying thing about the maps is that they changed everything into dailies, whereas before, you know, if you had a day where you were going to have a couple hours free, you could sit down and you could really grind out your maps because they did come off cooldown, particularly the Anne quest, and they, they would come off cooldown Enough that you know, if you were going to play for three hours, you could do every uh, quest in a keep twice, and a few of them a few more times. And you could get some serious work done, especially on a keep like TR, where you have a ton of quests to do. But, you know, now everything's dailies. Which, on the one hand, it, it helps you get everything done more consistently, so you, get, so you actually work on all the maps at once. But on the other hand, it does slow some of those keeps down, where you could go really fast back in the old days. Especially if you got there and no one had turned in ore and oil and you had all the stuff ready to go, because that was just like a 10 or 15 minute cooldown, and 10 turn-ins. Oh, that was so nice. Wow. Okay. Um, so, for, for some of the stuff that I'm, I'm, work, I'm th working on doing, I mean, obviously we got the roundtables coming up. Uh, the other one that, actually, I was talking to a, a listener just earlier, a, a little while before I, I started with you, and I was actually work, trying to do some something with him. He wanted to get into the fellowship creeps. Uh, it's Thargeus, for those listening, I've, his name has come up before as someone who leaves comments on the blog, uh, but Tharg was asking me, actually someone else was also asking me about stuff, but they, they're asking me about having a roundtable with people from both factions on it. And I told them I've been thinking about doing a raid leader roundtable with you know, leaders from both sides, hopefully from multiple servers. And you just all sit down and talk about the ins and outs of raid leading and the Edmores and all that stuff. What do you think? Uh? Uh, what? 
No, that would, that would be good. That would be a good roundtable to have, especially from multiple servers. Oh, yeah, no. The multiple servers would be really good just because, uh, one, it, it keeps you from having the, the whole conflict of interest of, you know, <laughs> people that they, they fight against each other a whole lot. And, you know, sometimes you do get some animosity generated, but you know, if you're on different servers, it's a lot easier to talk about things objectively because you're not, it's not the person that was, you know, corpse jumping you last weekend or of two nights ago. It was somebody else who was doing that, and this guy's from a different server. You know, the other big thing is the, the Air Force, which I talked about that last year, and it's an ongoing process. We are getting much, much closer to it being done, although I've hit multiple snags and stuff. But you know, within a, within the next two to three weeks, I should have a definite contract signed and be just waiting for word to come on when I'm going to be deployed and what I'm going to be doing and where actually when I'm going to go to training rather not deployed when I'm going to go to, when I'm going to go to basic which is always in Lackland Air Force Base because that's where the Air Force does all of their basic in Texas uh, <laughs> Texas sorry Texan listeners yeah I'm sorry Texan listeners but uh, I've met way too many full of it Texans overseas who just thought that Texas was the greatest thing since sliced bread and were very loud about it. And I have gotten fed up with hearing that. You know, it may be a great place, uh, it might even be an enjoyable place and stuff, but you don't need to loudly announce it. <laughs> they just want to let everyone know. Yeah, so if you really want to spread the love so much, help them by giving them some travel brochures, getting them a spot on a tour, Giving them air tickets to come visit your great state and prove that it actually is that great. Don't just tell them about it and, and then laugh at them like, aha, you can't come here. But we're, we're from Texas. Texas. Great Texas. Texas. We are Texas. Texas. And in Texas, big Texas. Steak, Texas. <laughs> I don't know. Every third word or more is Texas. Oh, just. Ah. Uh, no, it's just one of those things where I've had too many negative experiences with people talking about the place. It's kind of like with North Dakota at this point. You know, not that you hear lots of people talk about North Dakota. It's more the conspicuous absence of people talking about North Dakota. It makes it into a really good, great place to talk about non-existing. <laughs> Texas is also very good to talk about non-existing. It really ticks people off. If you ever are short on practical jokes, you can just make some stuff about Texas. If you're from Alaska, then you really get to, get to bring out the big, big guns, you know. I'm sure that those of you who are from Alaska know, know this and have heard plenty of these, but, you know. You know Texas, you know, it's the second state, it's the biggest state in the Union, but it doesn't have to be. We could cut Alaska in half, and then it would be the third biggest. So now that you've, you've made all the, the Texas listeners unhappy and disgruntled... Um... Uh, they were freeps anyway. <laughs> Who cares if another couple of minstrels are gunning for me in the utmost? It means they're not healing. My rape will mop them up with more ease. Everything has a plan, even if I come up with the plan after the fact. <laughs> anyway, Air Force stuff. What are the chances of you being able to take over the podcast for eight and a half weeks while I do basic? Nope. <laughs> nope. That was pretty fast. <laughs> yep. What are the chances of you being able to find and contact Drew Lauren about taking over the podcast? Yeah, you're going to have to ask him that one yourself. 
Okay, I'll, I'll try to get a hold of him. He's never on Skype anymore. Or if he is, he's a not. You could, you could try on Facebook. Facebook? Ugh. I don't do Facebook. You're in charge of the Facebook page. And you, I am? Yes, you're still in charge no. of that. That's still your job. You've been doing a terrible job of updating it. Well, I have updated about as often as I update my own Facebook page. So... Yeah, maybe we should move to Google+, Plus. I'm sure we'll have way more success with updating that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> well, actually, you know, one thing that I have been, uh, I've been considering doing, and I'm actually still waiting for four more people to send emails, uh, have you heard of Middle Earth Network? No. Oh, oh that's right, yeah. Uh, Middle Earth Network, it got started by, uh, there was another podcast called The Bird and Baby, they were doing some pretty good stuff. Uh, they didn't make it very far, but... The main reason they didn't make it far was because they wanted to really make a radio station. Ah. And they made a radio station called Middle Earth Net Radio. And then they've also made this website. This uh, it, it's, it's turned into like a, a hosting platform and a little bit of social media, a little bit of blogging, all kinds of stuff rolled up in one called Middle Earth Network. And so I've been considering and debating actually putting a Through the Palantir site on Middle Earth Network. And I decided that, you know, just for funsies, Let's go ahead and throw it out to the listeners, and if I get five emails back, then I'll go ahead and do it. So far, I've gotten two emails from the same person, so it only counts for one. This has been going for the past six episodes now or so. Maybe only five. What do you think? Uh, that could work out. Do you think we should go for it? Well, if you get your emails. Okay, so you agree we should wait for the emails. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to send an email? Probably not. Yep, you've heard it here, people. We're, we're continuing with this with this plan of action, unless Drilloran comes in and speaks about it. Mm. And uh, well, I really wanted to get a twenty-episode season out for the third year through the Palantir, uh, which we are now at the end of. And well, let me just pull up the episode counts. Um, actually, I'll just pull up the blog itself and take a look at this. Let's see. We started out. Uh, with the first episode was the Defiler Roundtable for this year, which would have been January 2012. Okay, so we had two in January, which yes, both were episodes. Um, no, no, not January, February, February. So we had one episode in February, and then we had one for March. We had f let's see, three. No, two episodes in April, because I had an April Fool's Day post, which is... Did you actually read my April Fool's Day post? No, I did okay. not see it. Okay, take a look at that. Just, you know, go to the blog, uh, 2012, April, it's like changes, vision, direction, motivation. Take a look at that. Can you do that right now? Uh, no, not at this moment. Well, once you're finished with your match. Uh, maybe. Okay, so we got two episodes for that, so we're up to five. And then we got one for June, and then we've got... Oh, August is actually when the last episode of Roundtables came out. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, so, 7, 8 by August. Uh, 9 by September. 3 in October. Okay, so that puts us up to 12. And then we got 2 in November, so we're at 14. 1 in December, so we're at 15 episodes. And then we had 1 in January and 1 in February. Very nice. This was 17. So, uh, we can't really count this. We could count the, the anniversary episode, I suppose. 
which gives us 18. We're still two off of my goal, which I wanted to have 20 episodes for this particular year. So uh, next year I will shoot for that, but um, at the same time, considering our <laughs> announced schedule of two episodes a month, that puts us <laughs> behind by... <laughs> six. Six, really? Yeah, 24, 12 months, 24, 18 episodes, six. Six episodes. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's not too bad. Yeah, no. Not bad at all. Okay, so only only behind by six, two off from the actual goal. I think we can roll with this. So for next year, the goal will once again be 20 episodes, which, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's just going to be how it goes. Uh, I am also going to get episode 16 out. Uh, I am done recording new stuff for that. Dr. Lawrence is not going to be on it. I'm going to throw what, together what I have. And actually on episode 20, uh, 16, the last one, the, that's when I do talk about wanting 20 episodes for this particular year. So that's just how that's going to go. Uh, I don't know how well we're going to do for this next year because, you know, we're going to have this whole Air Force interruption coming in. Mm. So we will see what happens. If it just means that... If it means that this podcast lies stagnant for a while, then that's just the way it's going to go. If I can get someone else doing it, which are lower at this point, pretty much, then that's how it's going to go. But we'll just have to see. Uh, the other interesting thing is, you know, with these roundtables going out, we, we will see if I can make it to Reavers before Merrick gets out the other Reaver roundtable on Casual Stroll to Mordor. Because we're still waiting for that to show up on, on CSTM. Which I think that was another smart thing that I did for that, was just that I paired up with CSTM to double host all those episodes. Well, not the, not the episodes, the roundtable portions of those episodes, at least. And just get that out to a much wider audience. I think that was a good And I will definitely try to do that again. You know what, if you want me to also try to get it on Mochel Reporter, let me know. But otherwise, I will just try to do it with CSTM. Okay, and... Well, I think that about wraps up everything that I want to cover. Excellent. You got anything else you want to add? Not really. Not really. Hello. 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 Any plans to get back into Lotro at any point? Uh, no. No. No no classes that interest you or anything. You're just not interested in the no. style of game of Lotro or anything. No. He's too busy with his League of Legends team. Yeah, I haven't been playing much League of Legends either. You play a lot more League than you do Lotro. Well, yeah, that may be so. But it's still not a lot. <laughs> Fine, go back to your math. Yeah, I will. Very, very soon. Very, very soon. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna keep on going until you actually read that April Fool's post and have a good laugh at it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> some other crazy stuff on? Oh, what do you think is the main reason that we got as far as we did when all three hosts were actually still on the show? Um... I don't know. We had a definite topic for what we were doing with our podcast. No, yeah, that, that certainly helped. That helped. The only good thing is we did pick something that no one else was covering exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll do Endgame and PvMP. More PvMP than Endgame, especially with me around. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Now, I, we've gotten some very interesting comments on iTunes since you guys have gone and stuff. And some of them I really enjoy reading. I think there was one that was talking about how the schedule's erratic, but it roughly matches the pace of changes in PvMP. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Mm. Mm. 
Mm. And even that, even those, you know, you heard about the Zoom Marketplace going down? Uh, no. Well, the Zoom Marketplace no longer exists. At least that was what I had heard. Uh, even at the very end, still no comments whatsoever. No reviews, anything on our podcast. Nothing. Oh. We accomplished a whole lot of nothing. Well, we tried to save it. <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify that with a proper response. All you get is... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there. Yeah, still nothing new. The U.S. side, at least. Shame. Well, I still do like the fact that Torak went ahead and commented on this. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. All right, have you, are you reading it yet? Uh, no, still... Oh, I got hit by a train. Okay. Um, You're going to need a little bit of time to read through this thing. This is a, a chunky post. I assume it was in April. Oh, yeah. It's the one that says, like, change of direction something. something. Oh, wait, hang on. I think I did see this. Do you remember me making a post about turning through the Palantir into a repository of something? Hmm. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, man, I can't even remember actually writing some of this. This is so hilarious. <laughs> Sure, its focus is more limited, narrow, or singular. But these are hardly negative things when painting your objectives in broad strokes leads to your schedule being outlined with crayon. Spitefully. Where did I come up with that? <laughs> I misspelled consumption in there. I gotta change that. <laughs> Someone bought it. Well, um. Yes, it was Golden Star. Roll! <laughs> Golden Star thought that it was actually... Well, the thing is, when I first posted this, I posted it, like, at the very... Like, just before the stroke of midnight on April 1st in the U.S., and I left it up for a whole day without the April Fool's tag at the very end. So people came back the next day, they thought it was legit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right. Uh, we're not quite finished yet. Now... There is actually something I talked about in the last episode. Um, I'm looking at changing through the Palantir the blog section and expanding it to actually talk about more than just Lotro and the podcast. Because right now, I mean, really, except for the odd post that's like the that one, or uh, you know, stuff saying the, the episode is late, there's nothing that happens here except episodes come out. And so I'm thinking about actually turning it into a real blog. Um, huh. You all right with this? I'm sure. I don't care. Now, I'm, so, I'm hoping to turn it to talk about more than just Lotro and stuff like that. I might keep the podcast focused on Lotro and all that, but you know, have the blog actually be a blog about <laughs> be dynamic, updated about <laughs> anything. I might talk about Dwarf Fortress one day and then be talking about what I was doing with a dice game the next. My bridge hand from last week. Who knows what I'll do? The sky's the limit. Or rather, I am. Do you think that sounds good? Yeah. Okay. As you know, if it gets enough followers on the blog, then we can always expand it to include that whole dating site that we are going to have for the characters from <laughs> the infamous Lotro Reporter segments. Hmm. Remember how we were going to set up the profiles for all of them and have it set up like it was for a dating site service? 
I think the currency one would have been particularly hilarious. You know, I still do the currency voice from time to time. <laughs> do you ever find yourself, you know, playing Team Fortress 2, a pyro comes up, there's a blast, a whoosh, and suddenly the words just go right through into your head, right at the front of your brain. Why did it suddenly get so hot here? I am on fire! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... That is probably the thing I miss the most about the podcast for the little segments. Oh, the segments were so much fun to do. They really were. They were absolutely insane. You know what? Should, should we should we post the the extra stuff from the one that we did with the the elderly hobbits on this episode? You know, the, the, some of that extra stuff. There's an app for that. I don't remember. You, you don't remember that? The, no. The, the one where it was the elderly hobbits, we had, we had Chris and Bill come on, and we recorded the whole thing, they all got killed in Grotham, as I remember. You don't remember that? Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna have to go on this episode, then. This entire conversation. I'm already on it. <laughs> what about oh, you, Matthew? Are you recording this entire conversation yet? No, my, my I couldn't even join the call. Well, get on it. Oh, sweet. For everyone interested, it's 3-1 Canucks. <laughs> uh, who are they playing against? Sharks. Oh, oh, oh you know, whatever. Un- unfortunately, when I decide to care about hockey, I'm a Red Wings fan, so... Oh. <laughs> oh, so this is, like, the worst game possible for you, then. <laughs> Unless Colorado somehow snuck in there as well. <laughs> what does Colorado have to do with hockey? Right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Actually, I tend to be a. Uh, well, I tend to root for the teams that are around the LA area. So I like the Kings. The Ducks are okay, and I like the Sharks because they have a good name. But can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. You can. Yay! Hooray! Okay. Hooray! Okay, I pick, think had to pick for... the. Hmm? Oh, I just Chris had to pick the one of his seventeen microphones that was actually working. <laughs> Do I need to kick your ass? I mean, <laughs> I, I can da- drive over there. I, I dare you to do it over the internet. If you can, I will give you a dollar. Wait, Skype might have an emote for that one. Uh, probably. The the problem, the problem is there a knife? Right is there a knife? Tr- I do not control your mic volume this time, so I, ha- I feel like I have no power. <laughs> I, I thought that was a compliment. Seventeen microphones to a lot of people would be a would be a nice thing to say. Wow, now that is a cool little emoticon. <laughs> that is... Wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> and here and here I am using Trillion, so what I see is bracket ninja close bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Which is still which is still cool. It's really but... awesome. <laughs> okay. Um now that we have gotten sidetracked. Okay, yeah, I know. Um Why is that the ninja one if that's the exact same move from the karate kid, honestly? Um Sidetracking is basically how we operate, by the way. We don't actually record a <laughs> podcast. We just record getting distracted by different stuff. Are you sure oh, you're not us from a parallel it. universe? Yeah, <laughs> that, that might actually make sense, because then that would be the universe where Mathroom didn't exist. And right. Ivan and Jaloran are Canadian. <laughs> you know, I thought that right. when you were talk- started talking about dice and random number generators, I'm like, wow, this sounds familiar, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could hear us, could you? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yep. <sighs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, this be good. All right.
Right. Let's go ahead and uh, just do the dry run then. Just actually, well, for, let's first things first. Does everyone have access to the script? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I oh. am looking at it. Uh, part sixteen, the collaboration. That's yes. The yes. One. That's the one. Okay. I'll get. Let's go on then. Now, dear listener, come with us. Blah, 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 blah. Now, dear listener, start. come with us to Whore Hollow. Just past the embattled shores of the river, the community of hobbits are undergoing a good deal the of excitement. The embattled shores of river. Of the river. <laughs> it's a dry one. Not yes. A good deal of excitement. Not the usual devastation of their town by Grimfungle. Today, they have visitors. Two venerable hobbits, well endowed with wisdom, experience, and thick walking sticks, have come in search of a relative. Their third cousin once removed on their mother's uncle's grandfather's side. Oh, shoot, I forgot to write his name in. Albert, wasn't it? You started using Albert later on. Yeah, Albert. So I put that in near the beginning. Did you check the uh, actual name of the guy? No, I didn't. I think it's... Oh, shoot. I'll, I'll add that in later, though. One moment. <laughs> we can't really add that in later since we're recording now. <laughs> oh, well. We'll just leave it at Albert. <laughs> Just, okay. we, just we can record everybody saying Albert, and we can just plug it in at random spots. Albert. Albert. No, okay. Speedwell, Hobbit Warden, and his wife Willow move in to converse with the two so obviously wise Hobbit Masters. So then, you two are looking for Albert. No, that's me. Nope, not... <laughs> Come on, Willow. <laughs> Swivel your hips and you'll be good to go. Yeah, that was what I was waiting for. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid we have bad news. He's being held prisoner in Grotham. Eh? Grotham? What what in the is that some new young hobbit hangout? I mean the the things these young hobbits wanna do, I mean, come on. No. Gr- Grotham is a goblin village. He's been there against his will for months. Uh, Grobin shouldn't be telling hobbits what to do. That, that, that's just not right. Well, we can't go to Grotham. It's leagues away, miles, days, and, and lots of aching footsteps. Well, we'll have to try. Right. Wait, w- w- what's that over there? In those bushes? What? You mean the brittle leaf? Oh, it makes a fine smoke when dried, but I don't see why you care about the bush. No, 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 no. There, there's something in that bush. Get off there, Lon. We'll show him a thing or two. Uh, trespassers, they they get the rough side of my stick for their trespassing, let me tell you. When I was a young hobbit, we didn't trespass, no sir. Hey, he's making a run for it. It's Grimfungle. After him! No, love, there's no telling where the rest of his crew is. They're probably on their way here right now. Well, sounds good to me. Let's uh, get going. I gotta find my mother's uncle. <laughs> no, third cousin once. Oh, I'll copy that. In. You might want to put that all in because that's pretty long, actually. Oh. Third cousin once removed on their mother's uncle. I think he just expected you to remember the exact relation. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I see. I think he expected you to start going through it and then have Willow cut him off. Is that it? No, no. I, yeah. I meant to have the whole thing in there. But I was being. You know, I could play I could just totally change the relationship every single time, too. That, that, oh, that, would, from that, would, be <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> We're related to, to each other in about 12 different ways, so... As you know, it really matter a very which small community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you want me to do that again? Yeah. Sure. All right. 
if, if there's anything at all that you just kind of don't like how it sounds, just change it right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Redo okay. things as much as you need to until you, it gets to the point where you like how it sounds. Okay. Okay, here we go. Stretch. Flex. All right. All right, well, let's get going then. I need to find my uncle's third mother's cousin's second friend. <laughs> you have three of them. That's perfect. And now there are more than two of them. Sometimes Willow, the new voice is hey, just... Hey, Willow. These young hobbits with their one mother. Back in my day. <laughs> we were serious about families back then. They weren't so possessive and clingy, only needing a one or two. Yeah. <laughs> I had seven myself. But... Each of them specialized in a different kind of pie. <laughs> I had my rhubarb pie mother, my blueberry pie mother, the blackberry pie mother, the peach cobbler pie mother. Well, it's technically not a pie, but whatever. Cobbler. <laughs> 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 and Chris is done for the night, just so you know. Once, once we get to this tone of laugh, it's it's pretty much finished. That was fast. Okay. This, this is when he yeah. has to hit mute, mute and go for a little walk. No, I'm good. I'm right, good. Claude, Claude Willow. You think about sad puppies or something like that. Uh, where was I? Willow, let's start off then. Um, let's start off then. Where are your ponies? No. <laughs> ponies? Let me tell you, I've been a hobbit for a long time, and I've earned the right not to have to climb up on one of those horrible things. Last time I rode a pony, I couldn't get down for a week. Yep, walking is the way for us. Well, I guess we could. Well, get moving. You're getting left behind there, young fellers. Let's Speedy, go. Are you... Okay, fine, you guys. Go. Speedy, darling. Speedy, are you coming? I am, but I am not walking. Not on these two legs, I'm not. Well, hurry up then, or this will take all day. Alright, transition noises. Uh, where are we transitioning to? Um, I don't know. You don't know? Alright, go. <laughs> I choose lugs. Okay, wherever. Okay, hold on. I've, I've got to uh, just pretend everything is on fire here for a second. Okay. There is Grimfungal. He is late today. The boss knows what's best. Yes, but why does it take him so long to know it? Here he comes. Tail chaser. Find Scabby Toes the Defiler and Skurgrig, Cleveland, any other creep you can find. What did you find? There are two new creeps in the moors. Two louder. hobbits. Yeah, you're kind of quiet. Okay. There are two new creeps in the moors. Two hobbits. Are they warriors? They must be. Oh, my flames. They thirst for them. They have to be. I was hiding in a bush, not utilizing the very best of orc stealth, observing them and on. And all sighting me, they drew two of the largest sticks I've ever seen a hobbit carry. They were bent on clubbing me to death with them, even though they were as large as they were. They are old, fierce, and they must be experienced. This could upset the balance of the moors permanently. You know, when I was a young hobbit, 
I used to walk all over the place, but I think I've earned it in my old age. The world should just be a little bit smaller. It isn't too much farther. Hey, what's what's that up ahead? That that bush is 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 doing something. That's that's one large strange bush, I do say so. Strange as strange. It's it's like it it's holding something, like like a man. It does look like something. Not a creep, though. Speedy, Speedy, wake up, will you? Uh, 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 what is it, dear? What? Uh, There's I'm something here. ahead in that bush. Go look at it. I hope it's bumbleberries. I haven't had a bite to eat all day. Thank you for putting in bumbleberries, Get- Matherin. <laughs> Get off my lawn. What? Whoa, you just cut out. Well, hey, now, this, this isn't your lawn. And now you have Mom on your recording. <laughs> yes, that was our mother. <laughs> our, our one mother. We're rather impoverished at the moment. We tried to pick up a oh. deluxe model. <laughs> Do you have any idea how much extra features cost these days? Anyway. Oh, I know. In this, in this economy. <laughs> okay. Where were we? Certainly a seller's market for mothers. <laughs> I... I... <laughs> You wouldn't sell your own mother, would you? Well, depends. <laughs> I think the answer to that is, if the answer is depends, it means it's yes. Are okay. you making an offer? <laughs> uh, I do believe I had just said to get off my lawn. Again. Right, okay. Um, well, hey, now, this isn't your lawn. When uh, you get you to be our age... Everything is your lawn. Well, now, I suppose that is quite a wise hobbit saying. How long does it get to be to be your age? I, I could use a lawn to nap on. Focus, dear. I don't think it's a creep ahead, but would you please well, take a look? If it's not a creep, then why do you bother waking me up? Why is that bush on fire? I don't know. These bushes these days, they think they can get away with anything. Hey, What's what's that? It, the, there's something coming out of those bush. Hey, it's it's my lawn. Hey, what are you doing to my lawn with that fire? Run, creeps! Uh, uh, you cut out. Well, uh, help me up on the pony, dear. Wait, come back, Speedwell. Don't leave us. Have to go. Have to go, dear. Good luck and all that. Wait, what's going on here? Those orcs are beating that man in the bush. Ooh, oh, man. I didn't know that you could tie a knot with people's arms. It, it, is, that a, is that a half hitch or a slip knot? Ow. Will you look at him run? Quick, get behind this rock. Lie down. Maybe they won't see us. That, that sounds really awkward. Fix it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fix it. Fix it now. This gets worse and worse. Fix it. Get get your word hammer and fix it. I'm working on it. Maybe maybe you need to buy the script editing mother. (laughs) I I could use a good script editing mother. I could use a podcasting mother, come to think of it, I mean. 
I wonder if we can download it. <laughs> There's an app for that. Oh, I was just about to say that. <laughs> you went there. Oh. <laughs> if I wonder how much, how many turbine points that is. <laughs> well, I'd say at least 60,000. I mean, for a decent mother. Oh, how much for one that's not decent? <laughs> <laughs> I just got I don't... <laughs> Oh, dear. Hmm. Anyway. Every time... Every time I see transition in your script, I think Wayne World. Okay. It's just keeps getting worse and worse. Has any of you ever seen that one before? No boss. No, my flames have Okay, that was not flint at all. Okay. Just a moment. Everything is on fire. You were at one with the fire. Okay. I fire. What? Stop it! Well, you just killed my momentum. Thank you. I'm... No. Okay. (laughs) My flames have not yet had the pleasure of scorching his flesh. Scabby. Oh. I... I have never set eyes on him. Where did those hobbits... (laughs) Where did those hobbits go? I don't see them, boss. We're in trouble. Three new freeps about. It spells disaster. Alright, this one was no trouble. Just tried to run. Well, we had him outnumbered. Next time, it could be a different story. Spread out, we have to find those hobbits. Actually, that's a... No. Spread out, we have to find those halflings. Okay. Willow. Oh, that's right. It. <laughs> Why did I ever volunteer to use Willow? <laughs> <laughs> it brings you to a greater understanding of hobbits. Have a little heart. Have, a, have some compassion for the, the shorter races. I play a dwarf. That's true. <laughs> anyway. Have, have some compassion for the beardless races. <laughs> that would mean compassion for elves. Oh, my stop beard it. Is okay, on my no, feet. actually, no, not then. My beard is... Well, I'm feeling deja vu. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we need to save that one as a sound clip to use in our show now. <laughs> that and the my beard is on my feet. mustaches on their feet, so... <laughs> and Turbine has introduced this new point system. My beard is on my feet. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. My beard is on my feet. That's a that's a winter cosmetic, isn't it? My beard. Yule festival. <laughs> okay. That's the title when you uh, win enough snowball fights. My beard is on my feet. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> okay. Oh, what was it? <laughs> it's Willow. It's still yeah, Willow. It's the- you can't, uh... <laughs> you're you're interrupting me. Just by delaying. We're almost there! You know, this is why hobbits should never leave the Shire. Too much sneaking around. That's right. Back when I was a boy, we yelled to the heavens everywhere we went, so everyone knew exactly how to find us. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, is that your husband? Well, if you call him that. Well, there you are, Willow. I've been looking all over for you. Is that so? Oh, it is indeed. And I found Albert. You did? I more saw him. What? I don't know. <laughs> what are you going for knows. with that? <laughs> um, hmm. Poor English is my first guess. 
Yes. I don't think you had any plan with that sentence. You just started typing. Hoped something good came. Well, yep, I saw him, I did. He's right in the back of Grotham, all tied up to a post like. Hmm. Tied to a post? Well, we'll have to have words with whoever did that to him. We'll have to clobber him. That's right. Posts aren't for tying, they're for clobbering. Oh, well, it's just over this way. Everyone, stay out of sight. Behind the barrels, behind the walls. You, up in the cloud. I'm coming for... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you want to run that by me again? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Dude, you save yourself funny. the what? Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give this one another go, shall we? Get out of sight. walls. Excellent cover. They're coming for Albert. The two hobbits said so themselves. When they try to free him, we'll spring on them. Oh, right, that's me. Yeah. Boss, they're trying to fight their way up. They're almost here. Did you see the two old hobbits? What are they doing? Nothing. They're letting the other two do the fighting. I don't like this. Seeming foul in the wind. What? What? What you wrote I it. <laughs> what was I smoking? Wow. Seeming foul of the wind. Okay, sure. Um, um, yeah, whatever. Some, something's foul in the wind, says I. We outnumber them. It'll be fine if we stick to the plan. Everyone down. Why is it that every time Grimms stops talking, I start talking as Willow again? You're well, just... It's not a difficult transition, is it? I mean, it's just... <laughs> Uh, nothing difficult. No, no. It's not like I'm going from one end of my vocal range to the other or anything. You have a vocal range? News I'm like me. you, yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Whew. That was a bit of work. Oh, that was way out of... Uh, yeah. Might that was try a bit of work. Oh, hey, look. There's Albert. Hey, Albert. How you doing? We'll untie him. Now this is just right. Two young hobbits doing things for their elders. Very proper. That's right. Undo that knot and put it over there. Yeah, you're. Yep, yeah, that's exactly right. No. Willow, Willow, oh. scream. What? That was good. That was, yeah, that was bathroom. <laughs> oh, doesn't really matter. Okay. Especially since it's the dry run. Yeah. I don't know, this one's pretty good. I think we could probably just use this one for the yeah. real one. It's I don't think we need to record policy. this. We have to do it twice. I, I don't, no, no we don't. Actually, I think this was good. There's one or two lines we should record, but I think... We're doing all, it yeah. twice, it's just policy, come on. But no, I, I don't think I have time to do it again. I yeah. have to get ready, but yeah. Um, okay. Oh, right, you, now you're in for it. I've had it with you interrupting my naps all the time. Well, I need to say that again. Oh, right, you. Now you're in for it. I've had it with you interrupting my naps all the time. Ah, burns him. Burns him. Oh, dear. I know yelling noises. Ah! Ah, burns him. All. Ah. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, that's not good at all. Get him. I will just overlay all these and fade out. We can do this later. Okay, and now... The hobbits, back at the red circle. 
Well, I never. Back in my day, we could take five orcs at once, and it wasn't even a problem. I remember that time. You remember that time when there was the fight, and there yeah, were the 17, yep. 17 orcs, and I had mm-hmm. a blade of grass and a beer. Yeah. And I didn't even get hit once. Yeah. I think we should just end with the yups right here. <laughs> yep, that was good. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, that was quite good. I liked it. Yep. It's just orc stealth. Don't even leave. Just orc stealth. Come on. Seriously. It's rain stealth. Or- Leave out terrain stealth. Just say yes, orc just stealth. orc stealth. Okay. okay. Orc stealth is one of the, blah, 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 blah. Orc stealth is one of the most useful forms of avoidance in the Moors. Don't let the name fool you. All classes, creep or freep, can make use of orc stealth. It is essentially hiding behind rocks, trees, dips in the land, and underwater. Wait, what are these rocks, trees? I don't think I've ever seen those in the Moors. There's a missing comma. All right. It's not a big okay. deal. Okay. All right. There's several key- rocks. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. There are several key mechanics to remember when stealthing. The first is to use your emotes. When you lie down, your character will lie away from whatever they're facing, even if it means disappearing inside a rock or a wall. Players can also stand on top of each other because there's no collision in game. This means an entire raid can stand behind one tree or lie down in exactly the same spot. You can also lie down or sit in water, the only way to actually stay under the surface in Lotro. And the higher your graphics, the less likely you are to spot enemies who are hiding. But, but who are, okay. Uh, the higher your graphics, the less likely you are to spot enemies who are hiding under the water or behind bushes. Because higher graphics mean reflections on the water, more bushes and grass on the ground, as well as more shaded corners to sneak More well-shaded. As well as more well-shaded corner. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. No, it doesn't. As well as better shaded corners to sneak into. Lower graphics actually make it easier to spot those who are hiding. Personally, I I play on ultra low for this reason. As well as lag with... Okay, no, hold on. Personally, I play on ultra low for this reason. As well as lag with large numbers. In addition, orc stealth does not remove you as a selectable target. If you want to find an orc stealth opponent, wander around and press the tab key to select the nearest target often referred to as tab tracking or tab checking. You probably also want to turn on the directional selection indicator under the combat options in your UI. This will create a dotted line under your under the feet of your character pointing at whatever you have selected. In order in order to avoid ending up like our intrepid investigative journalist, a good grasp of orc stealth is a must. It's going to keep you from many unnecessary beatings. Okay, I think we're good. Um, I don't. I really don't think we have to do this again. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for helping us out here. Uh, we'll get this all. Hey, our pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. It sounds. It's, this is going to be awesome. I, I, yeah, like I can't wait. I was very impressed. Yes, it was good. Okay. All right. Awesome. Good. Cool. I, I actually well, need to go get I, some lunch. So. Yep. All right. All right. Have some. Right. Lunch. If you need uh, a line or anything like that, just uh, just. Send us a Skype or whatever, and and uh, we can we can add it back in. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. Thank you very yep. much. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, Have a yep, great night. See ya. You too.
Okay, well, we're done with this section. Let's go on to player news and check through the emails. I think we have some stuff to actually discuss. Okay, let's see. We've got one from Joe. It says, Hi, Ivanius. Regarding the blog, please do whatever you would enjoy. Currently, it is very easy for me to see if there's a new podcast episode, because that is all that is on the blog. If you start posting other content, it will be a little more work to check, but only like 10 seconds worth. On the other hand, if you and your listeners are all into Locho, it is likely that we all have other things in common, too. If you post about other games or interests, maybe we'll learn about something cool that we'll want to check out, too. You also might enjoy writing about some of your other interests instead of just focusing on one game all the time. That would keep you motivated to do even more, which would be win-win for all of us. Anyway, just my thoughts. I was wondering if I could run a question to you. One of my kinmates was bragging the other day about how great his lore master is in the moors and how everyone runs in terror when they see him on the Redemark server. He was talking about how his combination of stuns and power drain and other abilities I forget would leave his foes incapacitated and soon defeated. After some further conversation, he admits that he does get in trouble if he's silenced because he has no way to cure it. I was wondering if you had any particular tactics for dealing with elements so that I could have a decent response if he starts running his mouth again. Grats, Joe. Well, Joe. If you take a look at my YouTube channel, you'll find that I have a video where I talk about Warmasters. And although I haven't found a way to kill them yet with my war leader, they can't kill me right now. They power drain me, they do whatever they want, they can't kill me. Because my regeneration is good enough that I will get those heals off before they drop me. It actually works out pretty well. I'm just still working on the other part of the equation, the part where they die. I'll have Mathrim do some work on that. <laughs> Get me my math done. Oh, yay. That's just what you needed, more work, right? Mm. I... I have been working since... I worked from 9 to 6. Yep, yep, yep. On homework. I wasn't even in class. Oh, yeah. From 9 to 6. It's insane. <laughs> We got a message from Andang. You missed some great infamy after the group disbanded. Another group quickly formed. We went out fighting for another two hours, and I got rank seven. Oh, good, Andang. I had thought the night was really over by then. You know what? I'll bet they were checking their macros for my name. I'm gonna just decide that it was all about me last night. <laughs> they were all watching for me. <laughs> I'm the center of this little universe. At least for the next three minutes, and it's gonna move over somewhere to Texas. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, then we got oh, we got one from Battlescar. My war leader Battlescar is currently rank six. I listened to the war leader roundtable the other day. I learned quite a bit. The first thing that caught my attention was when the war leader was called a tank. I didn't start playing war leader thinking it was a tank. I started it because I thought it would primarily provide support via healing. Essentially, I thought the war leader was a healer. At the time I listened to the podcast, all of my equipped traits were selected based on their ability to improve my healing output. I was still able to complete kill task quests while solo. It was slow, but I figured that's the sacrifice I had to make to play a healer. That's standard in almost all MMOs. Yeah, but not Locho. In Locho, your healers are, nu are nuking glass cannons if you're not in monster play. Actually, they're not even... <laughs> as far as glass, they're made out of plexiglass. They're not even the shatterable kind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before I continue, I should mention that I have bought skills and traits from the store. I recently got Shield Bash, which I wouldn't get for three or four more ranks if I bought with commendations. I'm comfortable in, in my MMO skin, so I have no issues with store skills. While they do enable me to contribute to the cause sooner than I would have without store purchases, I realize without hesitation that they don't make me a better player. 
That evening, after listening to the podcast, I unequipped Empowering and equipped Shield Mask. To make up for the loss of tactical mastery, I unequipped a damage for health trait and equipped the Mastery Boost 6 trait. With that equipped, I had Mastery Boost 1 through 6 equipped. I had made rank 6 the night before with you and some friends and got Brawler's Dance, so I decided to use it. I headed to a slug pit and noticed the difference immediately. I was able to slay a slug much faster while taking less damage. Because I had to heal myself less, power management was not an issue. I then went on to some dwarf miners and then to the eagles with the same results. If you recall, you on your low rank war leader, me, the Black Arrow Torak, and a ward, can't remember the name, uh, that ward would have been Bartholomew. And yes, Bartholomew. It's a great name, isn't it? Matherin! What? Bartholomew. What, what? A warg named Bartholomew. Great name, no? That is an excellent name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're turning me out. This is just like old times. Yeah, sorry. It's just... It was a long email. What, what's just happened here? You, you're sorry for tuning me out. This never happened back in the old days. Oh. <laughs> Give me my rose-colored glasses. Mm. Have you seen the new Bioshock trailer? No, I haven't. Bioshock. Bioshock Infinity. Okay. If you recall, uh, Torak and Warg attempted to take a relic on the evening of Monday 2-4-13, which was before I listened to the podcast and before getting rank 6. You had asked me which NPC I wanted to tank. That actually started me into a mild panic. I couldn't figure out why the heck you wanted me, a healer, to tank. I picked the CG, but it was moot because we were interrupted by freeps. After listening to the podcast, I understood why you asked me what I wanted to tank. Although I was impressed by what we were able to accomplish, I tr never truly felt as if we were in trouble while finding the NPCs. We finished the evening with some minor battles, during which I obtained rank 6. You left defense. Yes, I do remember that. Uh, I got creamed in the fencing, by the way. <laughs> I'm so rusty. <laughs> I'm actually doing alright in terms of, you know, at least being a decent challenge and scoring some hits, but it's just I've got so much rust to knock off, and the other thing is I never made it into any of the, the higher advanced tiers when I was doing actual classes. Part of that's because I switched weapons partway through. <laughs> that's just the way it goes. Uh, but uh, I've, I've just got to I've got to regain a lot of the skills I've lost, particularly my, my point control accuracy is just shot to pieces. <laughs> Your point control? Point control, yeah. You remember that. Wait, are you talking about fencing or... Fencing. Oh, I thought you were talking about your mouse. No, I was like, it's um... Point control, fencing. Yeah. My, my, my point control is gone. Mm. Just about is my, my My sword is gone. Yeah, your sword is gone. <laughs> that would be the primary issue. Yeah. Okay. The War Leader podcast, although nearly a year old, was spot on. I plan on listening to it again for more insight into the class. <laughs> I've listened to several of the podcasts from the past year and have enjoyed them all. I plan on listening to all the ones from the past year, including the roundtables for the other group classes. Be forewarned, I will probably send you more emails with other comments, opinions, and questions. Keep up the good work. Huh. Well, thank you, Battlescar. That's a nice email. No, it's a very nice one. I, uh, the, the first night that I ran with him, he was only like rank 0, rank 1, and he was a friend of Torak, uh, and Torak's like, hey, this is a buddy of mine, he's in the he's in my uh, other tribe, because he's also in Pouncing Ponies, which, before we get any comments or anything, Pouncing Ponies have had that name since the game launched, and they are a warg tribe, they started as a warg tribe, they let other people in after like, Two weeks of being a work driver, something like that. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they started out as, as wargs. Um, now they, 
of course, they're one of the old tribes. They don't have the numbers that they boasted back in their heyday and stuff. They still actually have some decent numbers of the Pawnees out, right? And actually, it's really nice because they're, they're doing Drunken Pawnee Nights again. Uh, Saturdays are Drunken Pawnee Nights. There are constables out there. He's actually like, and he's leading the open raid as the Drunken Pawnees. The only thing is that Saturdays is when we do Fellowship of the Creeps, and Andang always wants me to lead a raid like every other week or something like that. And now it's Duncan Pawnee so I can't really do that. Personally, I don't mind. <laughs> of course, now he's heard this because, well, he listens to this show. And, dang. <laughs> he'll chew me out when we get to the Defiler Roundtable or the next episode of Fellowship of the Creeps. I'm sure he'll do it on both. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, he, he sent me a, a nice long email for the, after that first one, which I can't remember if I actually talked to him before about that or anything. <sighs> Actually, I don't see that I've sent a reply, so I don't think I did, uh, which I'll have to deal with that. But no, it's just interesting stuff, fun stuff. Battlescar, you know, I've, I've been running into him a lot since then, and he, it's, it's been fun to watch the war leader just keep on rolling along. He's good. He's a fun guy to have along. I had to delete more people from my friends list so I could add him and some other people. I you hate that there's that limits on the friends list. It needs to be like three times bigger. <laughs> At least for me. I can't keep tabs on all the healers with, uh, with the limited number of slots. <laughs> okay, well, I think that we are pretty much done. Would you agree? Yes. Alright. Uh, you want to do the contract info, Mathrim? Uh, no. I don't remember what it is. Okay, well then. If you would like to send an email, you may email us at the address throughthepalantir at gmail.com. If you would like to find the blog... You can find it at www.throughthepalantir.blogspot.com. That is one word, through the palantir, with no spaces or anything. It's actually three words, but there's no spaces, so there's now one word. One. One is the number. Three is right out. If you would like to find us on the Twitters, you may go to twitter.com and search for TT Palantir. Not through the palantir, but TT Palantir. Because we wanted to make it shorter to save your keyboards from wear and tear, so we went with TT Palantir. Actually, it was to save our keyboards from wear and tear, because we go there more often than you do. But if you look for that, you will find us. Alternatively, to make things even easier for ourselves, we put a link on the blog so that we would not have to go to the Twitters and then type it in to find it, but we could click the link, or you could click the link, and be taken directly through to the TT Palantir at twitter.com section and see us on the Twitters. You could also find us on Facebook, where Mathroom is still in charge, even after having left the show. You will find nothing of major interest there, unless he decides to do something about it. If he's not doing anything about it, feel free to ping him mercilessly on the Facebooks. There is no easy way to give you the URL, you will just have to search for Through the Palantir on the Facebooks, and you will find it. Alternatively, there is also a button on the blog that will take you there, just like with the button to take you to the Twitters. Also meant to save our keyboards from wear and tear, but it will save your keyboard from wear and tear as well. It's a win-win situation. And that is how you can contact us, because we still have not had four more people send in their emails saying, go ahead and get on MiddleEarthNetwork.com. If you had been that person, if you would send that email, then you could find us on Middle Earth Network. But you haven't sent that email, now have you? No, you have not, unless your name is Andang, in which case you have. 
twice. Otherwise, you have not. And so it's your own fault that you can't find us on the Earth network. And until you correct that problem, we will not correct our end of the problem. Capiche? Anyway, uh, been a fun time, has it not? I, I, I think we are well and truly done. I'm, I'm Vanius. And I'm Matthew. And you've been incapacitated by a podcast. For three years and counting. Good night. Is it? Uh, thanks for coming again, Mathra. Sorry, I was I, I got blasted by this thing. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. I was looking at, I was looking at dwarf fortress videos. <laughs> it was really loud. I couldn't yeah figure out what was going on. Yeah. Right, but episode's over. Uh, well, we're we're saying goodbyes. Oh wait, oh, okay. no, it's not. No, it's not. Right, so I've already started recording. So uh, do you want to just kick it off? Hello, I'm Mathrim, and this is Through the Palantir. Dooby dooby dooba, dooby dooby dooba. That's almost exactly the formula, just reversed slightly. Hello, this is Through the Palantir, and I'm Mathrim. Oh, no, no, we had some other stuff in there. You know, it's like, um, we do the whole date and time and everything, and the, the episode number we count out.
What is this episode? Oh. This is episode 40, actually. Oh, cool. Hello. Uh, today is Tuesday, the 10th? Uh, 12th, I think. The 12th of... February. February. Two days before Valentine's Day. One day before Desperation Day. Uh, this is episode 40. I'm Mathrim, and this is Through the Palantir. And I'm Ivanius. It's okay, I'll fix it in post. <laughs> you know how it goes. Uh, it's a what? I said I'll fix it in post. You know how it oh. goes. Blooper <laughs> uh, material, this is so great. I'd finally stopped creating loads and loads of blooper material by messing myself up in the intros for the most part. And now we've got more intro blooper material. Oh. This is classic through the Palantir stuff. We always mess up the beginning. That is classic. The other classic thing is getting derailed in the middle. Mm. In the middle of every section. Well, or just not having rails. I mean, <laughs> you did a lot of that. That too, yes. Gone. <laughs> needs of the many. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Or the one. You remember that one, right? No. Oh, you got to see that one. That's the... Uh... I think that's the one where they have the uh, popularity contest and they're trying to figure out who's going to be the, uh, the the leader of the League of Evil that they form, which is, I think it's, their acronym is something like Muffin. Oh. No, it's Love Muffin, that's it. Love Muffin. Love Muffin, yeah. Which actually sounds like the, the name of a, a dirty rock song from the 80s, but... Hmm. Yeah. Plus, different servers do behave differently. What are you doing right now? Uh, playing TF2. You're playing TF2? Mm-hmm. Medic? Yep. Oh, good boy. Yes. Yes, Mathroom has... has in, in the time since Mathroom has left the podcast, he has found and unleashed his inner healer. This did start with his captain, though, right? Yes, definitely. Yes, Matthew has found that he, he he takes great joy from healing others and watching them unleash death and destruction. His hunt well, is just painless in comparison. I'm I'm much better at healing than I am at killing. He's a fixer, not a fighter. Mm-hmm. Not that that won't stop him taking your head off with his bone saw. <laughs> oh, I, I just destroyed them. Like, it, I got the last kill, and I healed 2,000 in their... Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, what good timing we have. <laughs> that was excellent. Most excellent. <laughs> Already. Um... <sighs> <sighs> okay.